on this episode of Hit the Deck! Up in Niagara Falls, kids are playing deck with NHL stars for charity. Ah, uh, to be young again. I'm not sure if it's on the American side or the Canadian side of Niagara Falls. Maybe uh, it's straddling. Maybe. <laughs> that would be a heck of a grudge match. You need a passport to cross yeah. the center line. Can you imagine a Mountie just kind of standing there <laughs> at the dot? Oh, I'm sorry, eh? You're going to have to stay in the defensive zone. And we just love the Ontario Ball Hockey League that's renovating its rinks to meet the demand for deck. These two gentlemen just explained everything that they put in at least $40,000 worth of renovations to their local deck hockey rink. And again, this is just to meet the demand for all of the participants to play. All this and more coming up on this episode of Hit the Deck. Welcome to episode 162 of the Hit the Deck podcast, where we talk deck hockey, street hockey, ball hockey, it's hockey in sneakers. Oh, it has been another week, another week without us in your lives. And I apologize for that because, you know, those seven days can just actually it was less than seven days this week because Last week, the podcast was a little late. I apologize for that. Unfortunately, you know, life got in the way and I wasn't able to get this podcast up and edited on Friday. But, you know, I I hope you have had an opportunity to enjoy it since. And I hope you will enjoy this particular podcast. And which podcast is that? Well, as I said, it's episode 162. And who's going to bring that very podcast to you? Well, it is none other than your heroes. And you will find out who those are in tonight's starting lineup. And for tonight's starting lineup and goal as ever, I am number 35, your American rhino, Gary McComiskey. And of course, my persistent co-host. On defense, uh, number four, I'm James Sajazi. How you doing, pal? I'm doing all right. How about yourself, sir? Hey uh, there, pally boy. How you doing there, buddy? How you doing there, buddy, old pal? Enjoying hockey weeks in America. Oh, yeah, yes, yes. We're we're in the thick of it now, aren't we? And happy anniversary. Uh, yeah. Oh, yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> happy. I didn't get you anything. I forgot our anniversary, James. Uh, you know, this is the kind of thing that, that couples split up over when one of them is so insensitive as to forget. Well, that makes two of us. <laughs> I didn't get you anything either. However, I know you hate this, but you do plenty, plenty, plenty for this podcast and uh, for the benefit of the deck hockey fan out there. So um, just a happy anniversary would be more than cool. Yeah, four years, man. Unbelievable. It's kind of flown by. You know, I'm sure come Saturday, I can pick up some chocolate for cheap. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Good point. You. I'm not going to see you before then. So I don't know. Uh, but yeah, maybe some Kit Kats. I know you're a big fan. I am. I am. But I'll definitely uh, wait in line behind your lovely wife and daughter. So <laughs> yeah, they're not getting Kit Kats. All right. Um. Yes. Yes. It has been four years. It is hard to believe that it has been four years already. Uh, I mean, I, I you know, in. I can still remember sending that email and the listeners don't want us to, to wax nostalgic about this for forever. So we won't spend too much time on this, but I still remember sending that email asking you if you th- wanted to do this and you saying, I had the same idea, let's do it. And here we are all these years later. Yeah. And the, as we said, the last episode too, that uh, the great people that we've met along the way. That's what's really impressive. I never expected that. Um, yeah. Something that, that's very enjoyable and, and is a wonderful perk 
if you will, of uh, of this podcast. We've been through a few different formats. We've been through three or four different theme songs, depending on how you count such things. Our listenership has uh, <laughs> been a bit of a roller coaster. But, you know, I think the important thing is, as you said, the people we've met along the way, which really has made it all worth it. Yeah, we really do put our heart and soul in this podcast. And that's just nice to know that other people are so passionate about ball hockey and deck hockey and hockey and sneakers specifically too, not just ice hockey and the NHL and the Olympics and all that great stuff to go along with it. But uh, it's, it's been an eye opener and a great education. I enjoy it. I hope the fans look forward to it every week. And uh, hopefully we can expand and please, please tell your friends and, uh, you know, maybe we could get more than just a few people enjoying this podcast every week. It's a crowded market, but I think we have a good uh, toehold in the ball hockey world. So, um, you know, please, uh, if you like us, let everybody, you know, know, (laughs) please be as generous and share as much as you can. We'd appreciate it. Yeah, and there's a couple of guys on YouTube who've, uh, a couple of upstarts who've been doing their own ball hockey video podcast deal for the last little while, and uh, they they seem to think that they are the premier ball hockey podcast. So if you want to start a hockey beef on our behalf, um, I'm not going to encourage it, but I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> yeah, Howard Stern in in the world of radio has made a great career of that, of uh, overcoming all uh, people that tried to go up against him, love him or hate him, but that's fine with me. I didn't even know that there was another podcast or anything else about uh, deck hockey out there. Yeah, well, I tell you what, they ain't hit the deck. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's for sure. Jim Nance isn't talking them up. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a callback, James. Oh, that's, that's the a, beauty. Speaking of, of four years, yeah, that, that that's... was uh, that's a drop that we used from from our very first episode when. Uh, in the Super Bowl, Jim Nance talked about how somebody hit the deck, and yep. we, we took credit for that. <laughs> and that's one of the beauties of podcasting. If you want, you could go, after you're done listening to this episode, go listen to that one too, and mm-hmm. just jump around and uh, have fun with it, because there are a lot of great episodes that I'm very proud of on our behalf. I, I think we've done a pretty darn good job of that, and the great guests that we had, and people like Jackie Spiegel helping us out with that. Uh, so hopefully we could have another few more years or more and um, get this thing to as many ears as possible. Yeah. And one last thing before we move on, here's a little spoiler for a little bit of our future plans. We're going to start making a, a little bit of a push to uh, get our highlights out there just so we can make that stuff a little more accessible. So you can go back and revisit your favorite moments a little more easily without having to go dig for them. So if you have a favorite segment, a favorite bit, something you really enjoyed that you want to see us put out there, you know, let us know. Drop us a line at hitthedeck at gmail.com or tweet at us at hitthedeckpod, Facebook, Instagram, you know the deal. Just let us know what you really have enjoyed and we want to make sure we get it up there for you to continue to enjoy. Yeah, give the American Rhino more work to do. Yes, I desperately badly want it. So please, please do. And, uh... Speaking of more work to do, James, how has your week been? Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, it's been a week. How about yourself? Okay, I've, uh, I won't make this a weekly thing, I promise. But I, I just, since you asked, I have been doing a lot of podcast editing. <laughs> I had to work on Sunday, which was unfortunate. I just, it's been, it's been a week. But, you know, it's, it's, it's good to be doing this. When you have a whole bunch of other stuff on your plate, at least you have something like this to look forward to. And look forward to it, I do. 
and we hope you feel the same. And so to make those uh, those those feelings, to make those aspirations and to keep those anticipations primed and valid, I think we should jump into some hockey talk. Yes, I said it. I think we should get right into the hockey topics here on the podcast. James, you down? Absolutely, sir. All right, let's do this thing. Yeah, let's do it. Hey, that reminds me. Uh, And here's another typical classic hit the deck thing. The random tangent when when we're supposed to be talking about something else. Did you catch any of the XFL? No, you said you weren't going to because you didn't want to watch football anymore. I I saw very little bit of the XFL of the the Guardians. Unfortunately, I was busy on Sunday, as I said, so I, I could not watch any of that. Hopefully this weekend I'll catch some of it. But, you know, it was football. <laughs> Actually, yes, uh, the XFL I have no beef with. It's the NFL I have a problem with. Um, when people decide not to pay honor to our American flag, I just think that's totally stupid and unforgivable. As for the XFL, I think uh, at least Vince McMahon, and in all honesty, forget about all his, all his sins and things of that nature, but at least he makes an effort for the WWE to acknowledge our military. It's something that's, I think, very important, especially to acknowledge all of these men and women that sacrifice everything for us and their families, too. And the WWE does a great job of that. They always go on location and uh, do special things for our military and so on and so forth. So with the XFL, I'm sure they're going to keep that in uh, in their minds, too. So I did, just out of curiosity, I didn't even know what station it was on. It was on uh, you know cable or network or whatever. Uh, I did watch a couple of of plays and just out of curiosity to see the graphics and the level of play, um, even what the football looked like and stuff. So, um, yeah, since I haven't been watching the NFL in the last few years, I kind of, if lack of a better term, outgrew football. I don't find it entertaining anymore. I think it's kind of boring, especially being such a hockey fan and and a baseball fan. And and I know people knock baseball for quote unquote being boring, but I'll leave that uh, argument for another day. So it was cool to see. I hope it does well. Um, I don't know what the ratings were. Uh, and, and again, and with, with the previous XFL, that was amazing how their first weekend were like record ratings. And then literally the second weekend were record ratings for the worst reasons, like the lowest rated at that time programming in primetime history. I, I think that has been exceeded since. But good luck to them. I, I think it's great. There's, I, I think there's a market for it. Um, hopefully they learn from their mistakes. And long life to the XFL. Sure. And it seems like, just to answer your kind of, un, well, sort of asked question, they were showing games on Fox and on ABC. Uh, so there, you have a couple of different options, depending on your market and, and what have you. So, wow. so, you know, check your own listings. <laughs> that's that's pretty, two networks getting together like that? That's yep. pretty, uh, that, that's, wow. Like the that's, first Super Bowl. That's pretty amazing. That That's the... That's what the that's what Vince McMahon does. He brings people together. He's a great uniter. Go figure. All right, hockey. Yes. Hockey, hockey, yes. hockey. All right. Sorry. Sorry for the tangent. Let's jump into it, James. Can you please tell us what's on deck for this podcast? This time I promise I will. All right, thank you. Back to his deck roots. AHL defenseman Ben Harper will be bringing his charity ball hockey event back to where he grew up in Niagara Falls this July. The American Rhino and I will fill you in on the details. And Aurelia, my dreams. A ball hockey league in Aurelia, Ontario, recently put in $40,000 worth of renovations to its deck rink in order to meet the demand for the sport. With it being Valentine's Day, this is a story we absolutely love at Hit the Deck. And that's what's on deck. Thank you, James. You're welcome, sir. 
See, I see this. Uh, I see what you wrote here on our, our breakdown. And I see it says Aurelia, my dreams. But I keep reading it quickly and thinking it says gorilla, my dreams. It, that's exactly what the joke is. I'm glad you got it. <laughs> yeah, ba- I don't know. Back in the 20s or so, uh, there was uh, 1920s, I guess. There was a song, Girl of My Dreams. Again, I'm not sure when it came out, but I'm familiar with the Marx Brother joke and also the Bugs Bunny um, episode titled Gorilla My Dreams, which was a take on that song. And therefore, Aurelia looks like Gorilla. And, and that's so there you go. That, that's the whole explanation. I also briefly thought it said Bonilla My Dreams, which, you know, as a Mets fan, obviously, we have traumatic memories of Bobby Bonilla. Yeah, that's uh, Nightmare on Elm Street style. And we get to relive that every year on Bobby Bonilla Day, where the Mets have to pay him a million dollars. I got to tip my cap to him. He's a brilliant man. I wish I could have figured that out. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, that's our baseball roots. But let's talk about uh, Ben Harper's deck roots. Yes, this is fantastic. Again, we talk about as many charity events as we can in the deck hockey world because it just makes so much sense. And it shows you the generosity and caring of hockey fans and what a great outlet that deck hockey is where everybody can play. And we do mean everybody. So it's a great venue to get as many people as involved as possible. And uh, so another thing that we love about the NHL and, and NHL players is just like Ben Harper, they never forget where they grew up and they always acknowledge their family and it, it's very important to them because a lot of times they'll even just live no matter where they play. They'll uh, they'll stay in, in, in the area where they grew up and start a family there. So that's why Mr. Harper, who he, right now he's in the um, Toronto Maple Leaf system, the Toronto Marlies. He's a defenseman for them. He's, he's having a really good year, too, by the way. So I don't expect him to be down in their top tier much longer. I expect him to be back up with the big club pretty soon. And that's why this is the second year in a row that he's doing this uh, deck hockey uh, tournament the charity tournament, and that's why it's in Niagara Falls again. So uh, if since it is in Niagara Falls, does that mean that the losing team has to go over the falls in a barrel? I don't know if the losing team does, but maybe the people that uh, don't raise enough money probably would have to go over. Has that, I mean, is there any conclusive proof of that ever happening? I know that's a very popular urban legend, but from what I've read, uh, nobody could really find an instance of somebody actually doing that. Unless I'm mistaken, and again, take this with a grain of salt, I believe this was pre-internet when I learned this stuff, because speaking of cartoons, there was a Woody Woodpecker cartoon where I believe somebody kept going over the uh, edge Mm -hmm. in a barrel. And I do think it was based on fact. I think people had attempted to actually do that. I don't remember if it was the turn of the 20th century thereabouts. And I think there was one woman that actually survived. I don't know how, but I'm not going to swear to any of that stuff. So you're a much smarter guy than I am. So. If it's uh, all fantasy and make-believe, then I fell for it. Yeah, I think I could do it. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a huge thrill seeker, and I'm not a super strong swimmer, but I'm stubborn enough to think that I could do it. And rhinos are tough, man. I, I think, absolutely. I'd put my money on you, American rhinos. My head is hard enough. Don't try it, please. Okay. Yeah, I'm too lazy to go to Niagara Falls anyway. And really, where do you find one of those big barrels these days? That's a good point, too. Um, I'm not a connoisseur of it, but I do appreciate a good Carol whiskey and a good, and a good scotch. And I'm fascinated by uh, the making of uh, those spirits with the aged barrels and things like that. But I don't think like Jack Daniels or anybody would be giving up those uh, precious barrels anytime soon for some dummy to try and go over the Niagara Falls. 
I imagine that area in particular, just because of the reputation, they probably make it a point not to keep those things around anywhere within like a 10 mile radius. <laughs> well, we could ask uh, Ben Harper, actually. <laughs> Can we? I don't know. He's, they're, they're, we'll, okay. we'll get to that. But there are. Yeah. I mean, if you want to donate, because this, this is going to be in July, this this event. So we have plenty of time to uh, donate and maybe even drive up to Niagara or wherever you are in the, in the, in the world and go down to or go up to or go down to or go over to Niagara and, and check it out yourself. There is ways to donate and participate as well. Uh, also, too, just real quick on Mr. Harper. Uh, he did play for the Senators from uh, a couple of seasons from 2017, 18 through 18, 19. And again, right now he's on the uh, the Marlies, Toronto's top affiliate, and uh, having a really good season there too. And again, you know, I have a soft spot for defensemen, so this, this guy is definitely my kind of guy. Yeah. So, like you said, in July, July twenty fifth, to be exact, is going to be the second annual Ben Harper Big Game, which is to benefit the Canadian Tire Jumpstart Charity. Hey, do you think anybody goes over Niagara Falls in a tire? That I definitely would not recommend. That I don't think you're going to fare too well. I don't know, man. Big old inner tube. It's like it's like being in a lazy river that suddenly gets very not lazy. <laughs> yeah, maybe if you tried like a Bigfoot tire. I don't know. <laughs> Again, we're not recommending any of this. Or those big tires that, like, uh, speaking of WWE, that those big hulking wrestlers, or even Noah Syndergaard. That's part of their tra- their their training is they flip these huge freaking tires yeah like the big old truck tire things that they they flip over yeah i, I know what you mean that yeah. they flip over just as part of uh like a crossfit type regimen yeah it, it's funny that was and, and we'll get back to the hockey real soon we promise kids but <laughs> i promise nothing <laughs> okay um like rocky five that was that was the whole symbolism there between rocky training in the old-fashioned way and, and one of the things that he did do was uh, I, I believe he had a sledgehammer and he was swinging it into a, an old tire um, as opposed to Drago, who was state-of-the-art trained. And, of course, we all know how Mr. Balboa avenged the untimely death and something I never got over of his good pal, Apollo Creed. and, hey, and took down, Yeah. Took down Apollo. Uh, excuse me. Took down Drago. Yep. He stuck it to those Ruskies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a nice speech at the end, though. He tried to uh, mend the fences and, and bring down the Cold War. So that was, that was nice. But anyway... Getting back to uh, <laughs> the Niagara. Yes, you're absolutely right. It's the Ben Harper big game. And Send Drago over the falls in a tire. Actually, I put my money on Drago, to be quite honest. And, mm-hmm. uh, and if you watch Creed 2, uh, he has a really very menacing son. But I have not seen... Are those any good? I have not yes. seen those Creed movies. I enjoyed both of them very much. Good, okay. Yeah, very, very cool. Much along the line... If you're a, if you're a Rocky fan, you'll definitely love the Creed movies because it's it's a good formula and they stick with it and it's very satisfying. So um, I enjoyed those too. But um, for the Harper Big Game, yes, the American Rhino said, it's July 25th in uh, Niagara Falls and there will be 25 teams... And it's an all-day event, and it's basically for kids. So uh, the, the participants will be kids. They do have, I believe, broken it out in three divisions, uh, three age groups. There's under 9, under 12, and under 15. And they encourage co-ed teams, too, by the way. So obviously boys and girls. And I did appreciate the fact that they didn't mention those chipmunk and uh, wombat and all that other crazy, you know. <laughs> 
trooper uh whatever yeah i got you yeah ensign i don't know what it's yeah yes right that's right (laughs) but that's definitely something you could go check out and and, uh there's more information on that and we'll have some links to uh, help you out with that as well okay okay good now since this is for kids just just hypothetically i know there's the you know in, in in movies and tv and stuff there's kind of the uh whole thing where a couple of kids will dress up in a trench coat on, you know, one on the other's shoulders to try and pass for an adult. What do you think, uh, just hypothetically, an adult would have to do to pass for a kid? That's a great question. Yeah, hypothetically, I don't know, because there are going to be some NHLers and retired NHLers too, uh, including uh, at least one Hall of Famer. So if you're going to try and pull that off, you better be very clever and uh, good luck to you. I mean, you know, maybe you can like bend at the knees and kind of tie your legs, the bottom of your legs back and put shoes on the, I don't know. That doesn't seem like you'd be very mobile, which would be a pretty big detriment in hockey. Here's something for you kitties to uh, Google. Goalie or bear better. That, that's Sorry. true. Go ahead. Especially a butterfly. That, that, that would be a good, good mm. strategy. But yeah, here's something for all you youngins to, uh, to Google or Bing or whatever. There was a character named Dorf, Dorf Arngolf, great comedian that would uh, do that. He'd be on his knees and you'd just see his feet. So uh, maybe we could have a reinvention of Dorf on deck. Oh, Dorf. Yeah, that was a like, oh, wow. You're taking me back, James. (laughs) I remember like commercials for the Dorf VHS tapes and they'd sell them with like a Dorf keychain. (laughs) Oh, man, I'm old. No, I'm the one that referenced it. So. All right, that doesn't that doesn't negate you being old. I'm just I'm How, only I? speaking for myself. Yeah, I, I'm up past my bedtime, as a matter of fact. Uh, anyway, no, anyway, yeah, me too. But- so anyway, <laughs> this thing last year they raised twenty five thousand dollars for this charity, which is great. And the top fundraisers, the the people who bring in the most charity money, get to play in the big game, not that one. <laughs> they get to play they get to play in the big game against Harper and uh, some special NHL guests. So if you want to be able to play with you know a bunch of NHL players, all you have to do is, you know, cut a nice fat check basically. You're you're essentially you're buying your way into this game. They're genius. That's great. And it's not like it's some NHLer who had a cup of coffee. These are some huge names, including Brady Kachuk, who just made a great appearance at the uh, All-Star Game. Uh, Luke Gatsik, Dan Girardi, as uh, we Ranger fans remember, great defenseman. And then uh, some, some youngsters in Mac Hollowell and Dylan Wells. So these are all current NHL players and some pretty darn good ones. And then you get the former NHLers, including Hall of Famer Marcel Dion, <laughs> Steve Ludzik, to name a couple, and um, they will be lending support. They will be participating in, in that, yes, that big game through the community event. And that's just remarkable, uh, getting huge names, not just some cup of coffee guy you never heard of. He had to look up. Marcel Dion, he sang that Titanic song, right? <laughs> yeah. That's what he was popular for? Also had a residence in Las Vegas. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Before Obviously. the Golden Knight. Uh-huh. Yep. Right. That's, that's, no, that's no. how he got big. No, no, he was a, a great... He actually, I believe, retired as a ranger. I remember him mainly as a Red Wing, 
but a Hall of Famer, uh, 50 goal scorer multiple times, if I remember correctly, too. So, yeah, he's uh, quite a great NHLer and very deserved Hall of Famer. Near, far, wherever you are, I believe that the game will go on. Yeah, that, that that's Celine Dion. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, my mistake. That's okay. What position did she play? Oh, oh boy. I'd say she, because she has really a remarkable voice. So I'd say she'd be a winger. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. I'm glad <laughs> we settled that. <laughs> hey, by the way, for the big game, uh, mm-hmm. speaking of fundraising, how much do you think they charge for commercial spots? <laughs> yeah. What is it up to now? Like uh, $2.7 million, $2.75 million per I imagine that would bring in some some change on behalf yeah. of that charity. Plus, uh, you know, obviously the intermission show is always a big deal. <laughs> yeah, some washed up has-beens uh, doing some inappropriate things, but that's just my opinion. All right. Anyway, uh-huh. so um, <laughs> it's th- this is, you know, this is something that, has as these things often do this is something that has become a big deal in the local community you know they they they're all very much behind this thing and contribute and get involved and i mean it's really a worthy charity because the jumpstart program the money goes back to kids and it's not just hockey i mean obviously hockey charity type stuff is great just ask glenn cunningham but you know this is this helps them with more than just hockey this is something that helps kids with you know just general monetary expenses of growing up which is you know helpful because as a parent i have it on good authority that kids are expensive it's true and uh, worth every penny but there's a lot of them is what i'm saying right (laughs) um Especially when they get older and uh, they want to go to college and things like that. (laughs) But uh, we'll save that uh, nightmare for another day again. But one of the reasons why Ben Harper exactly wanted to do this, again, to to keep it in his neighborhood, or at least the area where he grew up, and and use deck hockey for the venue, is that he wanted kids to come out and play hockey like he did when he and his buddies used to growing up in the Niagara area. And um, as the American Rhino said, yes, it's much more than just hockey helping kids with financial needs. And you're talking about clothing and food on the table. So really important things. The economy for the most part is doing great, but uh, that's something that's not universal, unfortunately. So there are parts of the country where um, there are people in dire need. And you know, I could definitely vouch for that, uh, trying to work part-time and, and just trying to get by, not even getting a chance to do anything fun with your money or have anything but putting money towards keeping a roof over your head, clothes on your back, and food in your stomach. So that's one of the many reasons why Mr. Harper is doing this and in the, the second year that he has this charity going. Um, as we said again, too, there's no fee to register for the 25 teams and, and the kids of the three different age groups to play, but they do ask that um, each team come up with $750 worth of pledges to bring to the event and that's through bottle drives and donations too and again we will have information for you if you want to donate the uh, benharperbiggame.com or you can email the game at gmail.com for more information and we got this great article from the niagara dailies and uh, raymond spiteri is the author of it so you could even reach out to him as well at ray spiteri on um twitter 
Yep. And remember, the more you donate, the more likely these kids are to be able to play with those NHL teams. So, uh, you know, if you have a favorite, then help them bring in that those Boku bucks. Yeah. And, and one more point, too, as the American Rhino and I always try and emphasize and guys like Glenn Cunningham as well uh, and all our other great friends that are involved in ball hockey leagues like Lou and Jeremy and Kevin and Wayne and uh, Kamish Suds is that ball hockey is much, much cheaper to play than ice hockey. So you don't even have to worry about the skating and you don't have to worry about the expensive skates. Just if you have a pair of sneakers and you have a hockey stick, away you go. If you want to get a little bit more protection, obviously, which I highly recommend, like a helmet and gloves and shin guards and elbow pads, things of that nature, that stuff isn't too expensive either. So you could probably get away with all of that from head to toe protection, especially for the young ones. It's a bit cheaper and a much better option, and they could play and have fun and enjoy themselves. Yep, so it's a worthy cause. Please consider donating, and if you're in the area, you might want to try and jump on that. Again, July 25th, so you have time, but not a lot of time because space is limited. So, again, jump on that. Yeah, and it's not too far from Newfoundland, so if they get wind of that, those uh, ball hockey, (laughs) mad, wonderful, beautiful people, maybe they'll come down and and try and uh, I'm not sure if it's on the American side or the Canadian side of Niagara Falls. Maybe uh, it's straddling. Maybe <laughs> that would be a heck of a grudge match in a good way. Home team and away team. That that's this true. is uh, you know you need a you need a passport to you cross know. the center line. That's true. <laughs> oh, that'd make my life great as a defenseman if you don't have a valid passport. <laughs> great thinking, American Rhino. Can you imagine a Mountie just kind of standing there at the dot? (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry, eh? You're going to have to stay in the defensive zone. (laughs) Yeah, there are a lot of leagues that don't allow slap shots. Uh Uh-huh. And you have to make at least one pass in the zone before shooting. So, (laughs) Shut out city, baby. (laughs) I'll take it. Um, Okay, so speaking of things that I'll take, what's new with the... uh, Bobby Gorilla Ball Hockey Club. (laughs) Yes. Good old Gorilla Monsoon. Rest in peace, my friend. There was a brief piece posted on AureliaMatters.com. It was really cool. You could check it out. We could have a link to it as well, where they interviewed Adam Wolfrey, who is the manager, and Brian Broly, the owner of Ball Hockey Ontario, as well as BallHockey.com. And these two gentlemen just explained everything that they put in at least $40,000 worth of renovations to their local deck hockey rink. It's deck hockey specific. Uh, This is very much like deck superstars and M power play project, as we've uh, talked about and and seen for ourselves. So um, again, as uh, Kelly Kay was saying that there is a demand for uh, new deck rinks in Canada, which was something I I never expected to hear that uh, because I always thought that Canada was so hockey hungry but there's a financial cost to it too so so that's where this comes in and again 40,000 bucks uh that's in american dollars too so i'm not sure uh, what that would translate to the canadian currency but uh that's that's a good good car in uh, in in the states and that just went into renovating the deck hockey rink because of the demand for it and this is for the OBHC the Aurelia Ball Hockey Club just north of Toronto, and uh, they recently finished all the renovations. And again, this is just to meet the demand for all of the participants to play. And it's a league that's been around for a long time. They've even said that they've had players that have played for 10 to 20 years, including a few players that graduated to become NHLers too. 
the bottom line for it too is that the community backs it 100% and they all not only the members of the uh the club but they all community included want the sport to grow and that's just an excellent way to do it uh, it's under new ownership recently and it's for men women and children of all ages to participate and play interesting so let me ask you James i'm just looking over i i i know it's uh it's unprofessional of me but while you're telling the listeners all the relevant information that they need to know, I'm just looking over the article that we're talking about here, the source material. And what strikes me here is one of the people that was uh, there to kind of talk about or talk up the new facility was the owner of ballhockey.com, Brian Boley. I don't think of ballhockey.com as being a thing that somebody just owns. Like it would never occur to me to just register ballhockey.com. That honestly, that seems like uh, a little bit of hubris, frankly, to, to be the owner of the domain of ball hockey. Like, I don't know. I don't know who this guy is, but you know, heavy is the head that wears the crown. I think <laughs> that's a good point. I don't know if Milek has something to say about that, or again, the, the good folks of Newfoundland and other places like Ontario, uh, other great places that are uh, ball hockey hungry. That's true. I never even thought of that. <laughs> but here's, here's something else, James. And this mm -hmm. is speaking of calling back to tangents and random things, but this is what goes through my head. So you know, obviously .com is the most popular domain, and there are things like .gov and .edu, etc., .us, but really, you can register just about anything as a domain now. Do you think that we could get either ballhockey.deck or hitthe.deck? <laughs> You're the mad scientist behind this great podcast, so... um. I'm asking you. It sounds like something that we could do. And Nobody take our idea. Yeah, good thing we have no listeners. So <laughs> keep it under your hat. Yeah, yeah. Or, or helmet in this that, case, or good mask. One. Yeah, don't, don't buy it and then uh, hold it ransom, okay? Right, yeah. <laughs> Hit the dot deck is going to be all ours. <laughs> we just said that uh, ball hockey and deck hockey, it's very economical. So, mm -hmm. uh, And we don't get paid for this podcast either, believe it or not. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think they will have little trouble believing it too, James. <laughs> Based on some of the content that we present on a weekly basis. But getting back to the uh, Aurelia Ball Hockey Club, if we must, I'm sorry that they have again, it's age specific and skill defined divisions that they have so you can participate and have fun. So it's not like you're going to go into a league where you're a beginner. And then you have to play against teams that are like NHL style players that good. You play among your colleagues and, and your capabilities, which, uh, you know, we, we've even talked about with uh, Kevin Frost has mentioned that with, um, with his tournaments too, that they're very, they're, they're as fair as possible and make it as much fun as possible too. You're, each season is three months long and they start in March, June, September, and December. And all teams are guaranteed at least 14 games. And it's all in the local facilities that they just renovated. That's pretty sweet. Like a guaranteed 14 game season. That's not nothing. No, that's not. That's that's very significant. And uh, it's something that we're not too familiar with here in uh, the tri-state area of, of New York, Jersey and Connecticut, especially out in Long Island. We've come across quite a few ball hockey leagues and comparatively it's it's much cheaper, but it's still uh, not free. I, you know, I imagine there's playoffs as well. 
and hopefully their playoff format is a lot more reasonable than what Major League Baseball has recently proposed. Uh, yeah, man. Um, I haven't really delved too much into that. Because, Good. Uh, yes, exactly. I just, my tolerance is... <laughs> it's not going to happen. There's, there's no, no way, no, everybody hates this this Good. plan. It's not, it's, just, it's, a, it's a naked cash grab. Like, there's no way it, it gets implemented. Well, I there's hope- no way it gets approved. Good. I hope that when they're piling that in the garbage heap that they throw the DH rule in with it. Well, I don't think that's going to happen. You know, uh, your lips to God's ears, but that I don't think that's going to happen. But yeah, I don't think we have to just listener. If you're not up to date on it real quick, recently it has come out. Major League Baseball has kind of leaked that they're floating an idea for a future playoff format. Currently, they have three rounds of playoffs. The first round is a bet well four if you count the wild card game but i don't they have a a a best of five division series a best of seven league series and then the best of seven world series what they are proposing is to like add an extra round or two and expand from again they, they call it 10 teams i don't count the wild card teams as playoff teams but they do expand from 10 teams to 14 teams which is almost half the league would make it into the playoffs. Sounds familiar. The winning teams would get to pick which team, (laughs) like the best teams in the league would get to pick which team they want to play against in some kind of selection show. Like, you know, the, the, the NFL draft or something like that, like fantasy, literal fantasy baseball. I don't, it's dumb. It's never going to happen, but, what do you expect from MLB? Yeah, why even bother with a regular season? 162 game season, by the way. Yeah, right. Yes. Anyway, so that's that's completely irrelevant to the podcast. But since it's something that James and I happen to be passionate about, and we talk about it on occasion, it's just something that I felt like dropping in there. So yeah, I'm I'm done with the baseball talk, and I think we're also done with the hockey talk, actually. So really, there's no good reason not to wrap this thing up. So let's push that button. Last minute remaining in the podcast. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you ever so much for joining us for yet another episode 162 of the Hit the Deck podcast. We would like to thank Anthony Sajazi for music and always thank you for all of your contributions to the podcast. And what we would like to encourage you to do, if you have not done already, is, as we mentioned earlier, tell your friends, tell everybody you know about hit the deck, tell them to tune in and listen, and let's all grow this thing together. The more people we get involved in this thing, the bigger we can make it, the more topics we can cover, the more guests we can have. It can be a a great thing for all of us. So please try and get as many people as you can on the hit the deck train. So to that end, I would encourage you to subscribe to this podcast because subscribing gets you this podcast when it drops. And I have a piece of information that I think you're going to want to hear because it's something that I newly discovered and it is relevant. Every week I tell you, oh, subscribe so you have it. You don't have to go looking for it. And that is true. But something that I just discovered and verified with my own two fingers. Well, I have 10 fingers, but I only used a couple of them to verify this. So something that I recently verified is If you release, and by you, I mean a podcast. If a podcast, such as Hit the Deck, releases a new episode and you are not subscribed, you can go into Apple Podcasts or iTunes or what have you, and you can search for that podcast's episode feed. 
And if you look, it may not be there right away. But if you subscribe, it'll show up usually right away. So if you want Hit the Deck sooner than somebody who's not subscribed, make sure you press that button and you can always get it right when it drops. So you don't have to worry about whether or not we released a new episode or not. You'll know. You will have that knowledge, that hockey knowledge will be downloaded right into your brain. So you can have that security blanket there. Also, we want to encourage you to contact us. If you have a topic for the show, if you have some feedback on something we've talked about, if you have an opinion on something we've covered, if you have an opinion on something we haven't covered, but you think we should, let us know. Email us at hitthedeck at gmail.com. Deck is, of course, spelled D-E-K. Tweet us at hitthedeckpod and get us on Instagram and Facebook. We are at Hit The Deck. And of course, we have our YouTube channel, which, as I said earlier, we are looking to expand with highlights and we want to know what you love so we can make sure to get it up there. James, is there anything you'd care to add here at the end? Yes, a couple things. Thank you, sir. Sure, sure. Looking for places to play deck? Check out the Columbus Deck Hockey Association, the Charlotte Street Hockey League, the Raleigh Street Hockey League, the VAR Hockey League, the DCSH, the DCHL, and Deck Superstars, please donate to LaGrange Hockey and follow M Powerplay. And have a very happy Hockey Week in America, ladies and gentlemen. And have a great Hockey Day in America. And enjoy President's Day Triple Header and the Stadium Series game on uh, 215 at the U.S. Air Force Academy between the Kings and the Avalanche. And thanks for listening. Thank you, James. And of course, dear listener, as we always do here at this part of the podcast, we would remind you to remember that whether you are barreling down the deck or barreling over a legendary waterfall, whether you are professing your love of hockey or your love for that special, special person, regardless of what you find yourself doing, we would always encourage you to remember it's deck hockey. Don't be that guy. Thanks, everybody. What's a good word for looking forward to things? Um, anticipation? Um, anticipate. Yeah, there you go, buddy. Anticipation. Ugh. That's why I keep you around. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>